This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Kensington Publishing and From Here to Home by Marie Bostwick. From Here to Home follows two strong women from different generations on their journeys as mothers, quilters, and friends. Outspoken Mary Dell Templeton has a new young co-host named Holly on her TV show, Quintessential Quilting. How much do you want to bet they're going to butt heads? From Here to Home by Marie Bostwick is now available everywhere books are sold. Visit kensingtonbooks.com or mariebostwick.com for more information on her cobbled court quilt novels and From Here to Home. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are eating a whole bunch of Taiwanese junk food. And it was sent to us uh, by listener Hunter. And Ben. And Ben. Listeners Hunter and Ben who live in Taiwan Mm -hmm. and have access to Taiwanese snacks. Yes. Thank you, guys. Did you know I've been to Taiwan? I thought I remembered you had. So are you going to take us down memory lane? Yeah, I am. (laughs) Great. So I was once in Taiwan for about two hours. Oh, Um, cool. I I arrived at the airport uh, in the evening and was... uh, getting on a connecting flight the next morning, but I rode all the way into town, into Taipei from the airport, and I got some chicken on a stick at a little stall on the street, and that's all I remember, and then I went to sleep. Oh, that's... that's. It may have been less than two hours. That's pretty great. Okay, well, that's awesome. But I, it seemed great. They have, like, fruit restaurants. I have some friends whose families are from Taiwan, and and it seems like there's really good food in Taiwan. So it's, it sounds like what you're saying <laughs> is this show has a really deep connection to Taiwan this going back show, centuries. This show, pretty much you and I probably know... Like less about Taiwan than any of our listeners. Yeah, that's that seems about right. Yeah, there's, there's probably that one guy who just uh, is determined not to know anything about anything, and and to that guy, you're our people. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I don't think he's my people, Matthew. Speak I don't know. for yourself, man. <laughs> Let's eat some. So so Ben and Hunter sent us, I think it was really Hunter who did all the footwork here. Hunter was the one that I corresponded with. Hunter made us a packet, excuse me, a packet that he put inside our package 
And oh, it's oh, I see what you're saying. Four pages long and included like depictions of what he thinks we look like. Matthew is like a manga character. Sure. And I'm a Frenchman with a painted on mustache and a flavor saver. And a wait, what's a oh, a flavor saver is like a little soul patch? Yeah, yeah. And and then there's a picture of us being all cute and coupley by cooking together and my pants are unbuttoned. So yeah, it's not so what it's really like when Matthew and I cook together, <laughs> right? If, yeah, if you if you could see a photo of, I mean, there probably are photos of us cooking together, like with old episodes and stuff. It's it's pretty much like that, except that like everyone's pants are buttoned, and, <laughs> and my cleavage is much less impressive than this manga character. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, um, and Matthew's uh, never looked at it before. <laughs> we're all sorry, about alleged, pro- allegedly. We're all about propriety here on this show. No, no. the the issue The issue was like was was like, do I agree with it? it wasn't impressive, or am I supposed to say no? No, it's very impressive. <laughs> it's, it was one of those trick questions. It was, even though it, it was. wasn't I'm even so a question. I'm so sorry, I set you up to fail. Um, so uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, here's. I'll report to the to the listeners that Molly is is uh, currently wearing a hoodie that is zipped up to her neck. There is no issue here. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so so we got scallion crackers, which sounds good. It sounds sounds good. I just, I have a little bit of a cold and I just kind of blew some snot out of my nose laughing when you said good. So this episode is really off to a strong Uh, start. (laughs) I'm going to shake one out on the table since I've just blown my nose. That, um... It, it tastes to me like, oh, you know what it's kind of like? It's kind of like a chicken in a biscuit cracker. Oh, it's delicious. I like this. Yeah, it's it's got just kind of a hint of scallion flavor on like a, a light, flaky, so, saltini base. Yeah, Hunter said these were boring. I don't think these are boring at all. I'm into these. If the food of Taiwan is so exciting that these are boring, then... Let's go to Taiwan. Then let's, next, next week, we're coming to you from Taiwan, where we'll be talking about cough drops. <laughs> Okay, so let's let's eat these, um, Matthew. You oh, open them. You this. open them while I read a little bit about what Hunter has written. These are called horse beans. They are the same thing as broad beans or fava beans. These are dried horse beans with garlic and MSG on them. Well, that sounds good. Hunter says that he got really addicted to these when he first came to Taiwan. I the, did it. I opened. Oh, them. the papery skins get stuck in your teeth really bad. So have some floss ready. You know what? I'm living on the edge. I didn't get any floss ready. Mm. It's good. It is good. I was afraid it would be like a little rancid, but it's not. I thought when I first put it in my mouth, it was a little bit rancid. But now it's been taken over by garlic. Mm-hmm. I just love MSG. Mm-hmm. I just love it. Huh. I like these. I don't know if I would get addicted to them. There's, there's something to me about like when a bean becomes a snack. When a bean becomes a snack, <laughs> I feel like I, I need... I learned about this in civics class, right? The, the next line needs to rhyme with snack. <laughs> um, when a bean becomes a snack, you can't take that back. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You could not convert these back into like a fava bean puree. I don't know. Yeah. Do you think that if we soaked these in water that we could then cook them and turn them into like f- fool, like could, the Middle Eastern oh, like bre- breakfast stuff. Yeah. Could we sprout them? 
I hear you. I hear everything. I hear everything sprouted is really good. Let's see if we can sprout some horse beans. I was, I'm going to say your favorite thing. I was at the co-op the other day <laughs> and I was looking that. in the bulk section for some cornmeal and I was like in the like nut and seed section of the bulk section. Some of the bins had a sticker on them uh, that said, great for sprouting. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking, like, what, what else could this go And that's on? what you bought, right? Of course. Yeah. You know, I was going to say something, like, when a bean becomes a snack. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, that there, there's sort of like a like a starchiness to it that, that sort of reminds me that it was a bean. Um, yeah. That I don't know how I feel about that. Recently, um, we went to... But I'm having another one. Have you had any beer from Holy Mountain, a brewery here in Seattle? I don't think I have. Well, it's it's incredible beer. It's really, really good. And they have a great... Um, you know, a uh, brewery and tap room uh, that is in the Interbay area. Anyway, th- pretty much the only thing they have to eat there is um, like basically dried salted um, chickpeas. Oh, and yeah. And they're like really delicious. You definitely get the beaniness, but it's like salty enough that it's really good with a beer. It's very savory. Are they fried? And I, then, I think they must yeah. be fried. I think they must be fried. Oh, those are great. They're really good. But again, you do get this beanie quality. And I actually love the texture of a dried bean yeah. that's intended to be eaten, not just like a dried bean. <laughs> and then, but we know because of your be fear cooked. of dental emergencies <laughs> that uh, I for any didn't listeners, finish the joke. For, for any listeners who don't remember my fear of dental emergencies, go back and listen to the grilled cheese episode. Is that the one and where the we talked about episode. it? the popcorn episode. We talked about it in both of those. Okay, one of those makes sense and the other doesn't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, where to next? You know what I say? Taiwan. <laughs> potato chips? Oh, yeah, let's eat these potato chips. This is... Oh, these are oyster omelet flavored potato chips. This flavor mm. is called. Oh, here I'm. Oh, gonna, it smells good. Get ready, listeners. I'm going to try to speak Taiwanese. Oajian, oajian. Okay. In Taiwanese, oyster omelet is one of the most popular late night market snacks in Taiwan. Uh, if you've never seen what a Taiwanese night market is like, definitely research it online. Oh man, the the packaging here. We're gonna we're definitely gonna post a picture of this. The packaging on this is hilarious. So we've got like a, an egg, a cracked egg being cracked by a little mouse in a chef's hat. And the egg is dripping out onto what looks like some raw oysters perched on rip ruffled potato chips. Trust me, this is great. My description doesn't do it justice. Wow. Yum. This is cool. Oh, man. I mean, I don't know if I want to eat an actual oyster omelet because Hunter says they're made from a mixture of eggs and sweet potato starch. The sweet um, potato starch gives the dish a super gelatinous and sticky texture. Okay, you're right. That That is not, he's th- not really selling it. I feel that my Americanness has put me, at, has, has sort of handicapped me in terms of being able to appreciate a lot of textures in other parts of the world. Because mm-hmm. other parts of the world like slippery and gelatinous textures more than we do. Yeah, you go to some parts of the world and everything is covered with like a layer of ooze. <laughs> and that's just how people like it. I really like these potato chips. I, I like really that I'm like getting sort too. of like a like a vinegar, like an interesting vinegar flavor. Mm. Um, and um. I'm looking at the ingredients. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's got tomato powder and black vinegar powder. Ooh, cool. I want, I want to cook with black vinegar powder. I mean, I have black vinegar because... As someone once said, um, my fridge is like an Asian grocery. I wonder who said that. I don't know. You know, 
It's time for some spring cleaning. Damn right. Got to give your wardrobe a little refresh, your undergarments a little refresh. Maybe it's time for a new bra, Matthew. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. You know, if I were to purchase a new bra, do you have a recommended brand, (laughs) vendor, or style? Funny you should ask. The uh, 24-7 t-shirt bra made by Third Love is one of the most comfortable bras I've ever owned. I'm actually wearing it right now. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Come to think of it, it's it's super smoothing. Uh, it looks great. I mean, both under my clothes and just on top and of my And above body. your clothes. Yes. <laughs> I'm like that lady in Splash. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the cups are made out of memory foam. Uh, they mold to my shape. They give me a perfect fit. There's never any, like cup spillage, which I wouldn't really have anyway, people. Let's face it. I'm just, I don't have that kind of breast. Um, or cup gaping. I also don't have any of that. And there's really no like strap slippage. I do have that occasionally, but not with this bra. So do we have any special deal we can offer people if they want to get their hands or any other body parts onto or into a Third Love 24-7 t-shirt bra? Yes. Third Love stands behind their product so much that they are willing to let our listeners try this bra for free. All you do is pay for shipping. You wear it for 30 days. You can take the tags off, wear it, wash it. I mean, really wear this bra. And if you love it, keep it. They'll charge your card. If you don't, send it back. Your card won't be charged. And if you don't know your size, a friendly online fit specialist will help you find the perfect fit. Go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk to get started. Things are about to get more challenging. Okay. So why don't you tell us about what we're going to eat next? Okay. So, up next, we have... Do you mind if I eat another boring scallion cracker? How dare you? I mean, I say boring because that's what Hunter said, but these are not boring. Okay, here's what we've got. Hunter says, the brown stuff that looks like beef jerky is actually a type of dried tofu uh, called ludogan. This bag is actually pork flavor. (laughs) So, what we have here is pork-flavored tofu jerky, and Mm. it really looks like beef jerky. It um, It looks very greasy. I'm hoping that that Mm. the oil in here is going to help it go down smoothly for me. Okay, I totally like this. Ooh, this is like a tofu skin texture. It is. You can tell that it's tofu. Oh, I like this too. Yes. Oh, let's go to Taiwan. I was was nervous, really nervous about this. I'm still very nervous about the next item. Oh my gosh, I really like this. The the texture is great because like... I, I like beef jerky, but sometimes I feel like, like uh, you know, you chew beef jerky for a while, and then you've got, like, that ball of stuff that won't chew out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't like that. But this, you, you don't get that because it's tofu. Oh, it's man. It's probably good for you. So, um, uh, a number of years ago— This I, is fantastic. It's really, really good. Uh, a number of years ago, um, I did some some traveling two years in a row with my friends Francis and Winnie. And Francis's family, you mean former guest Francis Lamb. Yes, former guest Francis Lamb, and my dear he's friend, he's no longer a guest. <laughs> and, and and my friend Winnie Yang, who I met through Francis. Anyway, uh, the three of us did some traveling together. Um, we went to Italy together, and then we went to France together. We did some off roading in Grand Cru vineyards, not on purpose. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> wait. So you, we you... had some really good times for a while there, Francis and Winnie. Anyway, the three of us were <laughs> but sort those of those times are over. The three of us were sort of a traveling trio. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we always talked about going to places that each of us knew well. So we did France and I was kind of the point person. Then we were going to go to Hong Kong and Francis was going to be the point person. And then we were going to go to Taiwan, which is where Winnie's family is from. And she was going to be the person. And we never did the Hong Kong or Taiwan versions. All right. Now all of us have children and everything is so complicated. 
Well, Francis, um, Winnie, it's time to get our traveling trio back. Wait, wait. In the airplane. Can we up and go to Taiwan? Can we upgrade the trio to a quartet? <laughs> okay. Please. We do need. We do need another man. Yeah. Yeah. You, you do. Because because God knows what might happen if you didn't have one. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, I'm totally in love with tofu jerky. It's really delicious. However, uh, up next we have, well, let me just read to you uh, what Hunter says. The red package with the small black balls inside contains T.I. Dawn, which directly translates to iron egg in Chinese, it's like hard-boiled preserved quail eggs that are somehow shelf-stable. What I love is that Hunter explains that these are great for um, like a snack to take along when you go hiking because they literally keep forever. <laughs> that is high praise. Um, uh, so Matthew and I uh, texted ahead of time about this episode, and I let him know that I I just was not going to be up to the challenge of tasting these today. Okay, so this this it, is like a it, it kind of looks like a, a gem. It looks like one of those gummy fruit snacks that we ate on the on the gummy candies, like Gushers episode. Matthew just took it out of the package and sort of wiped it off on a napkin to get rid of any residual like ooze, ooze. And so, so this is a what is this a fermented p- pickled quail egg? Yeah, it's it's a five spice hard boiled quail egg, but it's black like a you know a, like a thousand year old egg. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna look away while you do this. Um. I don't know. It, it has like a snappy texture and it doesn't taste like very much. Oh, it I, has a snappy texture. It does, yeah. Like what? Mm, not totally unlike tofu jerky. Oh, <laughs> um, interesting. No, it, it's, uh, it's more snappy than that. Like a... Um, I like it when you say snappy. Kind of like a jellyfish texture. Have you eaten jellyfish? No, I've never eaten jellyfish. Can I come up with anything that anyone will, will understand? <laughs> um, I don't know. It's like snappy. Okay, cool. It like you know, it yields after a point. I noticed um, that you're not not finishing it. I I don't like it or dislike it. Okay, how about that? Well, that's actually pretty strong praise. Sure, it. I, I like it much better than I expected to. How about if we yeah. put it that way? Yeah. Do you get the five spice? I do get the five spice. Yes. Cool. Okay. Well, that is really fascinating, and I wish that I were woman enough to rise to the challenge this is why we need to add another man to the to the trio (laughs) (laughs) to do to do the hard eating that has to be done that only a man can do the heavy eating (laughs) exactly to do the heavy eating i am i am curious to know if i can convince my daughter to eat one of these oh i bet you can she likes fish eyeballs and well she thinks of herself as an adventurous eater but sometimes when it comes down to the moment of truth She's not woman enough. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm not going to throw them out yet. Okay. Um, I think you've done a great job. Thank you for for pulling my my weight. You're welcome. Do, I, doing the heavy eating. Stop dragging my weight around. Um, I'm not heavy. I'm your co-host. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. And uh, coming up next time at karaoke. <laughs> well. You can find us online at... Oh, we have one more thing to taste. <laughs> wow. You, whiplash. Well, this, is, this is the dessert course. Yeah, so there's so, one, one sweet item here. This is a pineapple cake. This is made apparently from, like, I guess more mature, darker pineapples than what we usually eat. Are you reading off the sheet or is it something you know? I'm reading something that I memorized off the sheet. Okay. Um, this is for mature pineapples only. 
Uh, no, okay. These are special pineapple cakes that are made from the darker colored pineapple. Oh, interesting. So they are much less sweet than the normal ones and are made with higher quality pineapple. Ooh, also pineapple cakes are normally square, but these ones are round. Pineapple cakes are normally square. I've definitely had round ones before. So these are pronounced feng li su in Chinese. Oh, is it great? This is Taiwan's most famous snack. Although Hunter thinks they're totally overrated. Wow, Hunter. Don't mince words. So, Hunter, this is a great assortment, but the things that you described as boring and or overrated are great. Mmm, this is kind of like a Fig Newton. It's very much like a Fig Newton. If they made Pineapple Newtons... But it has this funny, musty flavor that I'm not down with. I think that's that's generally characteristic of pineapple cakes. Oh, yeah? I, I think it's it's a desired quality. It's sort of like a, a smell I associate with like a like a grandparent's house. Sure. Or like, um, to me, it's, it's sort of like it got a little bit of like the smell of, of like a, you know, a Chinese herb shop. Yes. Yes. Totally. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Okay. All right. Once again, I feel that my my Midwestern upbringing has handicapped me in a lot of ways, Matthew. I don't think so because you love the tofu jerky. That's true. I did love the tofu jerky. Think, and think, I love these like oyster omelet flavored potato chips. Yeah, I would I would try the oyster omelet for sure. If we're Oh, I'll, I'll probably try it. When our little quartet I, <laughs> shows up at the night market in tai, in Taipei. I'm going to get myself around something that oozes. Today's episode of Spilled Milk was brought to you by Third Love. Third Love's 24-7 t-shirt bra is one of the most comfortable bras I've ever owned. Made out of super soft memory foam that molds to my shape and truly gives me the perfect fit. So get yours today. Go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk to get a free trial. They'll send you the 24-7 t-shirt bra. You'll pay a dollar for shipping. If you don't like it after 30 days, send it back and they'll charge you nothing. All right, you can find us online. It's spilledmilkpodcast.com, uh, where we'll at least post a, f- uh, we'll post a list of the things we tasted and a photo of the chip bag, which has just the most adorable artwork on it. It's really, really cute. You can also find us at Facebook. Did you already say that? Nope. Great, I get to do it for once. You can find us at facebook.com. <laughs> You can find can us. Can you at, say it for once? <laughs> you can find us at facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast, where you can tell us about um I don't know, why don't you submit your application to be a member <laughs> of our traveling trio turned quartet? Wait, am I am I up for replacement already? No, no. I mean like but we're we're I guess I, I guess it's sort of an open call for enrollment. Okay. I, I have a feeling we're gonna get some applica- applicants. Okay. I um, mean we're never gonna travel. Right, together this is gonna again, be a, probably, such a but... grueling uh process of elimination that you are all gonna get eliminated. <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs> uh our zero percent acceptance rate. Yeah. Yep. Uh and you can uh, leave us a review on iTunes. That would be very helpful. Thank mm-hmm. you for the people who have done so recently. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't have any names to throw out, but you know who you are. You know who you are. We like you. And uh, until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, where a bean becomes a snack. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg, and I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.